Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Before we start this episode, I would like to acknowledge that we are on stolen lands of the Yagara and Turrbal people. This land was never ceded and was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. Um, so today we're going to be talking about activist burnout. Which is what's happened to us. Yes. Wow. We are burnt the fuck out. Yes. I actually feel so much better today. For some Today. reason. Well, everyone, Kristen and I <laughs> have some news. <laughs> um, we are training to run the bridge to Brisbane at the end of August. Mm-hmm. I'm not a runner. Would you call yourself a runner? No, absolutely no, not. No, I fucking hate running. Um, we ran 5Ks yesterday. I, I actually, and this is a big deal because I've, I don't think I've run outdoors since school. Yeah. I just don't like running in public. I've never been a runner. I hate running. Um, I've been running on a treadmill to practice, which is apparently way worse because it's just way more boring. So yesterday after work, we were like, we're going to run 5Ks. Yeah. We pretty much got close to running the whole 5Ks. You were stronger than me. But we ran basically five kilometers yesterday yep. and we're training up to 10. And honestly, we were in pretty much the past two weeks, I think we've been the worst we've ever been. Yeah, probably. In terms of burnout, in terms of exhaustion, stress, just being totally hungover from the election, mm-hmm. not in an alcohol way, just in a way. Mm-hmm. And after we went for the run last night, it was like our world's changed. Yeah, I felt so powerful. I felt like I was on drugs. Me too. Yeah. The runner's high is actually real. Yeah. It's really annoying. Like, I, whenever people say that, I'm like, can you please go fuck yourself? Yeah. But it's actually true, which is annoying to me. I know. That is Because it means you annoying. have to run to get it. And, you know, and that's the thing about running. The worst part is the run. Yeah. Every minute of running is suffering to me. And I don't know if I'll ever change that, but I'm happy to try. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. So anyway. In the last 12 hours, we've kind of gone from zero to 100. <laughs> completely healed. Let's ignore everything. Activist burnout. <laughs> what is that? It's crazy talk. <laughs> The way I was acting last night, like I could have been on Adderall. I think I got a hundred messages from you, which are like, I've planned out a marathon. <laughs> I've booked our schedule for the next year. I've sent 12 emails. Hope you like them. And I was like, we didn't talk about any of this. I was acutely aware of that as I was typing. It was hilarious. Cause I was like, queen, I don't think we should do that thing you just agreed to do. And you were like, sorry. I didn't. <laughs> uh, but then I agree. I was like, sorry, we probably shouldn't. Anyway. Anyways. But, you know, I couldn't care less because I was also on the runner's hire, but I was instead at a pub eating hot chips. So that's a bit different to I what mean, you were doing. Works. But when, you were getting, I was, when I was getting the message from you, I was like, things are going on for her. So good for her. That's what I thought. I was sitting on my couch, tippy tapping on the While t- on also the watching Netflix. Oh, that's nice. And eating um, rainbow snakes. But anyway, we both woke up this morning rejuvenated and now we realize we have to continue running because it worked. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to start with the question boxes. Yep. The, so I put up a poll on our Instagram stories at Cheap Media Co. If you're not um, following us there. And the question was basically like, activist burnout, thoughts. So I thought I would read some interesting ones. One that I found quite interesting was... How to handle anxiety that comes from feeling like you're not informed when you log off slash check out. I feel like this, I felt like this all the past week, especially. Mm-hmm. And I think that it stems from particularly at the moment, now that the Albanese government is in power, I think there is this deep fear. And this is something we're probably going to talk about in another podcast about, you know, one of the strongest things for activism and advocacy is um, when a bad government or there is a power imbalance or something terrible is happening to marginalized groups, there is a stronger push and a stronger voice in the community and people become more engaged. And I think we inherently become just more politically active and, and willing to do the work. 
And the, my deepest fear about the Labor government being voted in and having a really great Greens present in independence, independent presence in Parliament is that we take our foot off the pedal. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, you know, can lead to not caring. We can go back into place and we shift more moderate or more further to the right purely because we're not seeing such controversy. So our care level immediately declines regardless of whether we want it to or not. Yeah. So like it seems less dire post-election, like the last week, I know the Albanese government has done great things. I know I'm excited to see when they get into Canberra and what's going on. They announced the ministry, they announced cabinet, blah, blah, blah. And I just didn't know what to say. I just wanted to log off and have a few days, yeah. but I felt like, especially with Cheek, like that's just not possible. And that's not doing everything that we, I want to be doing for our followers. Right. In the same sense, I guess it's worse when, you know, the Morrison government was, you know, at its peak controversy, all these bad things were happening. There were days where I was like, I fucking can't open the tab. I can't mm. open the news tab. I can't do it. And you feel like every moment that you're not doing it is a waste or that you're, you're, you're living in your own privilege and being ignorant. Cause I think that's one of our biggest messages is like, vote or support people that are less privileged than you and, and use your voice in the interest of those that have a harder time than mm -hmm. you. And when you log off, it feels like you're ignoring those people yeah. or that you're sitting in privilege. And that's not true. It can be if you do it all the time, but it's healthy to log off. That's yeah. my whole opinion on this. Yeah. I agree with you, what you said. Uh, someone has said, everyone is so cooked right now. Hey, it seems Profound. like, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that is the case. Um, this person has said it's exhausting sharing bits of yourself constantly. Yeah. Um, I personally don't feel that. I mean, I don't feel that either. Uh, I feel more empowered than ever because, mm -hmm. and, and fortunately, and, and this is part of our privilege, like the fact of the matter is at the end of the day, sometimes cheek is hard and sometimes we hear things and receive feedback that we don't want to. Right. Yeah. But the thing that I always feel is just so privileged that people give a fuck about what I'm saying. Yeah, same. And I hope I feel like that for a really long time. But like for people to follow us and for people to constantly be sort of assuring us that they're enjoying the content in some way or another is just like the greatest privilege to me. And yeah. I, just, I, I, I want to value that and live in that for as long as possible. And it shouldn't be an ego trip and that's bad in some ways. Like I know that what we're doing is activism and, and advocacy and providing information and, and fun and engagement to politics and big issues. But like the fact that people want to hear our opinions is always going to be something I'm grateful for. Yeah. And the other thing is there is very rarely a time when I have an opinion that's like, oh, I've never heard anyone talk about this. Like sometimes yeah. I do say things that I'm like, I don't hear people talking about this much. Yeah. I never think that I'm the first person to ever think of a, no. an opinion. And I think that for me makes me feel like when people, even when we do get backlash on things that we say, I'm like, well, it's not about me. No. And I think the other thing that we talk about a lot is, you know, sometimes I've, I've had friends and people we don't know sort of say like, when I hear an opinion from cheek, like that's my starting point And like, that's like the be all and end all. And I'm like, that's not what we want. No, because we do want it to be a starting point, but I don't want you to take cheek as gospel. I never want my opinion to be taken as the fucking Bible of politics and left opinions. That's mm -hmm. not it. And I don't think it is. Yeah. I want to be proven wrong and I want to be challenged. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the way it's done, I don't agree with, um, because I would always want to bring a bit of compassion to those conversations. But most of the time people are just like, I just want to let you know. And yeah. I'm like, fucking thank you. You know? But the other thing is, and I think this is to do with like who we are as people is like, uh, although I guess maybe, I think you share a bit more personal information on cheek. Yes. I um, am that person <laughs> compared to you, but, the, but you like to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I think, and I'm like, obviously I'm not discounting what this person said. Cause obviously that's how they feel mm. if you're like sharing parts of yourself. Um, but I think that for us, we do have like 
quite clear boundaries on like what we talk about on Cheek because yeah. Cheek is not um, about our lives. No, it's not. It's very separate to our lives and there's a lot yeah. of things that we don't share on Cheek. Yeah. But the thing is like, you know, quite a few Cheek followers follow us personally. I'm comfortable with that because mm-hmm. again, like it's still Instagram. Parasocial relationships are really strange. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll get a message from someone and be chatting to a follower and it's like, this is interesting because I actually don't know anything about you and you know quite a lot about me. If you listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, you know a lot more than if you follow us on Instagram. Yeah. But I think there's something weird about the fact that when we're talking on the podcast, I know it's going out to people, but it doesn't really feel like it. Like yeah. when we're in this conversation, it's just me having a conversation with you. Yeah. But that's that's the brand. That's the vibe. It's very authentic to us. Yeah. Like if this is not fake, but... Um, you, you can't put a microphone and headphones on someone and say it's exactly the same. Exactly. I think anyone understands that. It's, exactly. It's still like, in a sense, public speaking. Yeah. And it, we are talking to you yeah. all. We're not talking to each other right now. No. Really? We wouldn't be having this conversation without this. No, it would be weird, actually. Instead, we'd, talk- be going, instead we'd be going, guess what? I'm having the weirdest <laughs> discharge today. <laughs> well, a lot of our, on the podcast, is us recounting conversations yes. and things that will come up in our life. But on, on, obviously, you understand, whenever you recall a conversation with a friend, you kind of change something sometimes. Exactly. Um, this person says, I think burnout is going to be a major thing over the next 12 months. While I do agree, I think that, um, it's probably been a major thing for the last couple of years. But I think this burnout again stems from like taking your foot off the pedal because you feel you can. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I want to continue to give a fuck, which means we're, we actually need to raise the bar and the standard Mm -hmm. kind of like, um, you know, Albanese governments, and we'll mention this in another podcast, you know, they put the flags at the press conferences, they put yep. the Torres Strait Islander flag and the Aboriginal flag. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's amazing. And of course we want to celebrate that moment, but it's like, fuck, that's where we're at. Yeah. Mentally, that is where we're at. Yeah. Is like, that is huge. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's something that should be celebrated, but it's also like, I'm ready to step up and hit into a new gear here and say like, okay, refugee policy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I think when it comes to burnout, it's like, you need to give yourself the time, but make sure that you're not discounting or lowering the bar mm-hmm. and, and just sitting comfortably because that's not like we've pushed so hard. Yeah. We need to just kick into a new gear now. And that's really, yeah. that's really hard with this hangover, I think. Exactly. And like I was, um, and I've told Hannah this at the time and I've, I've bounced back. So it's not a serious now to me, um, is I was sitting in a meeting last week and like probably, yeah, at the worst of my like election hangover. Um, and my election hangover, to, like the the way the burnout um, kind of presents to me is inability to do small tasks. Like there have been emails that I've had to send and things that I've had to do that I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I cannot possibly. <laughs> um, but because I'm still like doing the stuff that I have to do, yeah. but it's just the stuff that I'm like, well, that's not urgent. So I'm just like, not going to do it, but I'm going to think about it every second of every day, even though it take me two minutes. I just not, can't do it. Anyway, so I'm sitting in this meeting. We're talking about politics and it's kind of, the vibe is kind of like, oh my God, we get to call the Morrison government, the former government, how exciting. And everyone's like, yay. And every time someone says former government, everyone's like, woohoo. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh my God, we are, it, things are still just as fucked as they were a few weeks ago though. Like we cannot forget that. No. And the, the thing for me is like, I, I do truly believe that it's really important not to forget that. But also I'm like, oh my God, can I not just like be happy for one fucking second? Because yeah. I'm like, oh, yay. Oh, like doing the woohoo, eating our little like tiny little delicious cupcakes that were different colors. And I'm like, but it's not like. We're not done. What do we actually, 
I don't know. It's a, it's a hard place to be, to be between like, we absolutely should be celebrating that um, Australia overwhelmingly voted out this the coalition because they lost. And I know everyone's talking about like how Labor didn't gain that many seats. The coalition lost a shitloads of seats. And to me, that is the win. How many people said, absolutely not. I'm done with you. Um, and then celebrating that. It's really exciting to feel like so many people are on the same page as you and yeah. agree that the coalition government as it was, was like not acceptable and we can be happy about that but also realizing that like um i mean even if everything the labor governments they're going to do everything they say they're going to do like it's still not it's going to take a while yeah like things are still not good yeah and that balance is like really difficult for me burnout wise yeah because i'm like oh my god still so much to do oh my god i just need a quick break do i have time for a break no yeah (laughs) No, absolutely. Always time for a break, to be honest. There like, is always time for a break. But she says with privilege. I, no, no, but I, I think the other thing that we're probably not acknowledging or and that needs to be spoken about when it comes to this burnout idea is like what we engage in every day, and this is this is terrible and I hate it, but it's very girl boss hustle culture behavior. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, and I said I was happy to talk about this at least in a little bit of detail of how I'm like, I don't share personal things. But like when I think about the last six months, I have moved house, broken up with a long-term partner. I have started a new job. I have, we have gained 20,000 followers and we've had the election. And that's just like a lot of things to happen to someone in six months, right? And I think it's absolutely a sign of mental health decline, right? That's a fact. But the thing for me is, the election was everything. Mm. I couldn't give a fuck about anything else happening in my life. Yeah. You know, someone died in my family. I haven't seen my parents. Like it's just been like a bit all over the place. Right. But everything for me hung on the election mm-hmm. with cheek. It was like, we were doing probably three hours of work a day. I, I reckon making content, talking about content, recording podcasts. And we, then the time that we spent thinking about it, the time I spent thinking about it is probably six hours a day. Yeah we were doing campaigning four hours a day and we were working our normal jobs as well. And like everything for me was just like, I I didn't, my personal life just fell away in Mm. my mind. Like all I gave a fuck about was the election. And I think the thing is, is that I wasn't bothered. I was, and this is disgusting. I was thriving in the month before the election. We were doing 14 to 16 hour days and I was like happier than Mm. I've been all year. Like I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Like we were getting up at 5am, going on the roadsides, doing all this sort of shit. And I was like, this is just like, I mean, I was exhausted and mm-hmm. that's terrible. And it was total girl boss shit. Right. Yeah. But I loved it. And I felt like I was busy. I love being busy. I, I'm someone who's extroverted to the point where if I sit by myself in a room for two hours, it's like, things are going wrong. <laughs> things are going wrong. <laughs> right. So I cannot be left alone. Like mm-hmm. I'm a small dog, right? But actually I'm six foot two, just flex. a large dog. I'm, yeah, but a large puppy. I'm not a Great Dane. Like, <laughs> Maybe a Great Dane puppy. Yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the problem for me and the total burnout actually occurred when we won. Yeah. And when we won, I'm not, I'm not associating myself with Labour. <laughs> when we won, right? Yeah, when they lost. Yes, yes, when they lost. Yeah. Sunday, happiest day of the year. The yes. Sunday after, right? Yeah, glorious. But my, and the biggest issue was last weekend. So what we're, we're recording two weeks from the election. Mm-hmm. So last weekend, one week after the election, mm-hmm. I decided not to book anything in. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'm relaxing. And that was pretty much the worst <laughs> thing I could have done. I basically was like the lowest I've been in years, mm-hmm. right? 
And it's funny because it's like, what, what does that mean? You know, when, when we talk about burnout, it's like keeping, keeping busy keeps us together because we just have to do things. And then yeah. when we're left alone, it all kind of crumbles. And that's what happens for me. That's just my personal experience. Mm-hmm. But so this week has been a major wake up call that maybe I wasn't well and that I need to pick that up and mm-hmm. like reevaluate because I put everything into this one event. Yeah. And then when I didn't have that anymore, it didn't even feel like we'd won anymore. Cause I was just like, what now? Yeah. Especially with a lot of people saying like, well, what are you going to do with cheek now? And it's like, fucking excuse me. I know we, we do, a lot of anyway that's a bit I'm of a frustration gonna... that's a bit of a sore spot because it's yeah. just like is that all we do no like we're going to hold the new government to account we're going to mm. look at the world more broadly we're going to step outside the box and do more that we've already been doing but in yeah, a this better... whole time yeah and so obviously that's a point of frustration yep. but i think it's important to talk about all this because like think about cheek is it is your thing as much as it's our thing and i like to talk to our followers about it and be like well you know tell us what you want but don't come to me and say what are you going to do now yeah like that's ridiculous yeah Anyway, bit hurtful. Yeah, I didn't like it personally. I don't know why I just the, raised my arm. The like other thing, power. <laughs> um, the other thing is that I found so funny because you're so extroverted and I'm so introverted. During the election, our like coping mechanisms switched. So like there oh were times in, during the election where Hannah just disappeared and I was like, where is she? Not physically. <laughs> like, I mean, you were responding to my messages we, and it was like active three hours ago. And I was like, where the fuck is that? That's so weird. And, and can I say everyone, I didn't know what I was doing during these periods of time. So like Kristen would be like, where did you go queen? And I'd be like, what I do you mean? Right here. <laughs> and I couldn't recall. It was yeah. like I'd blacked out or something. Yeah. I had socially blacked out. It was like, I switched off my brain. I didn't even know how that's possible. It was so weird. Cause you just like retreated and you're alone a lot. Yeah. And I was like, why is Hannah not responding to me? I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> but I feel like I was like, must've been doing cheek stuff or like having a nap or something, but it was really strange because, but we went to this event together. And honestly, one of our common things is because we work together and do cheek together is that when we go to events, Kristen's like, great, you're here. So I can smoke bomb or you can just go and do the thing and I'll just, you know. Yeah. Which is not actually the reality. Often you're the one introducing me to people and then I'm like, I'm going to make a friend here now. Yeah. Be quiet, Kristen. <laughs> You've done like... It's because I'm good at networking and you're good at socializing. That's actually a really good way of putting it. Yeah. But often you're like, thank God you're coming with me so that you can just do the thing and I can fuck off, yeah. right? Or just like be quiet. Yes. You, you just are like, you go for it. And that's mm-hmm. like a, a great dynamic, right? Yeah. So this one event we went to, we went to, and it was so strange because I think you thought I'd had a, an internal collapse. And <laughs> I had an aneurysm and something had done very wrong. Or like I, a lobotomy. I didn't realize how bad I was until afterwards. And you said to me, is that what it's like to go to an event with me, Hannah? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And you said, you were just taking me around and I was just not speaking. Yeah. Like you were just, we would just go around to different groups of people and we'd start this conversation and I'd start like sighing. I'd be like, oh. God, it was just one just particular conversation. Wasn't saying anything. It was so strange, and I would sometimes be like, "Yeah," when someone was talking, I would be like, "Yeah, nice to see you." And like, that was it. I was yeah. Whereas usually I'm like, "So, who's your best friend? What do you think about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One?" And I'd be like, "When you were a child, what were you like?" <laughs> like so, and I it was very stressful because I was like, because I can do one on one usually. Mm. But in my mind, and this wasn't because of anything you were doing, I was like, oh my God, I have to be double this because Hannah's being like, 
like probably one fifth of her usual. But also, that's so, so obvious to people. While the person was other person was talking, I was like, okay, think of a question, think of a question, think of a question. Until they stopped talking, and I was like, question, because oh I knew God. I'm like Hannah has nothing. Oh, that's so. I'm really sorry. That was just it's one okay, day. I don't, I don't care. But it's like I said to my I said to one of my friends the other day, like something about how someone said, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Just after looking at me, and they were like, "Well, you don't hide when you're unwell," and I was like fucking hell like wow okay but i think it's because like i'm so hyped up all the time that mm. when i'm not like that someone's like who's died yeah um and that's awful but like that's just my i, I just have no i i cannot overcompensate when i'm like not good i'm i'm you know when it yeah. rains it pours like i'm just like the worst version of myself yeah or i'm just like be my best friend it's just one, of two <laughs> one or the other yeah because the other weird thing about that event is usually like if i was alone i would have acted in a different way i think yeah that's the only reason that I really noticed. You were just carrying me on your back, basically. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is what you do every day to everybody. Well, I think you said to me once, and I'd never thought about this before. You said, I think you manage every conversation you've ever had. Or yeah. like you, you carry the load in every conversation you've ever had. And I was like, I've never, ever thought about it like that before. Yeah. Well, I remember like um, last year, maybe we had like my partner and I had a two people coming over, like a couple coming over. And you said you were like, I'm alone. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, do you want to come over for dinner? Like we're making dinner. And you're like, oh, I couldn't possibly impose (laughs) getting into the car. (laughs) And I was like, no, seriously, it's fine. Come over. And then I said to you, it's actually going to be more relaxing for me to have you there as opposed to you not being there. And then, your partner gave me the greatest compliment of all time at that dinner, and I will never forget it. He said, Hannah is social lube. Oh, 100%. And I was like, that is my title. Wow, that's me. Yeah, that's Get the greatest compliment ever, except for that day when I made you be the social lube for everything. Oh, yeah, I was exhausted and didn't like it. What else for you? Sorry, we're going on about me and my extroversion. It's a bit painful. Well, I think this this illustrates like when, like, this is how burnout looks, is often acting in a way that's uncharacteristic. Yes. Because, like I said, I wanted to talk to everybody during the election. Why do you think? Because I was not in my normal state. Yeah. Like being alone, I was like, oh my God, help. That was you. That's actually so true. You were like that. Yeah. That's really interesting. I was like, oh my God, no one's at home. I'm going to come home to an empty head. There were times I was like, I know my partner's not going to be at home, so I'm just going to like stay here. I remember that. I remember at work one afternoon and you usually, I usually leave at about five, you leave a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I, I was like, why are you here? And you're like, well, no one's at home. And I was like, that's what? never stopped you before. <laughs> usually I'm like, oh my God, no one's home. Bye. I'm <laughs> leaving early. <laughs> and when you said that, I was like, that was a siren for me. Yeah. Yeah. We, re- we totally flipped. Yeah. yeah. And because like, I think we, we message, I would say there's, and this is scary to some people. I would say we probably have message each other at least 150 times a day. Yeah. And probably more on the days we don't physically see each other. Yes. And I think it was worse during the election. That's because when I would disappear for two to three hours, you were like, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> there were times when you were not, had not been active for like three and hours. Ne- messenger. I'm never like and that. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just check Instagram and see if you're there. And you weren't there either. I'm like, fuck, where is she? <laughs> Where's she gone? It is crazy that we can exist outside of a phone. That is quite crazy. I mean, I think the thing with cheek is that I don't feel like I do a lot of the time and that's really dangerous. Yeah. 
I think it's fine, to be honest. Well, some people talk about like detoxing and hiatuses. Some people go on a hiatus for like two hours and I'm like, okay, well, that okay. wasn't. But at least I don't try and do that. Like I'm just like yeah. acknowledge and admit that like I am so dedicated and love what we do so much that mm-hmm. I'm just never going to do that. Sorry. Well, I just, and this might be controversial on a burnout episode because I think that, I mean, social media does, is quite damaging to a lot of people. And so it's like just being digitally on, but like, and I get, and if, if you think that social media is causing you a problem definitely take some time off like absolutely but mm. i just don't fucking care like i don't care about my screen time no neither like i really really don't give a fuck and like obviously we work on our phones mm. a lot of the time that's why i don't give a fuck though exactly if i was just doing that but it's like every day i'm on instagram and tiktok for cheek i'm sending emails i'm on my phone i'm always available to take a call from work like that's just a thing yeah i just don't think it's necessarily black and white a bad thing yeah do you think like I think one of the dangers that we have is that, you know, we talk about logging off and things. I actually don't think I can do that. And I think like, I know we're just talking about that now, but do you feel guilty? Like, what do you feel when we don't do something for a day? I don't feel guilty. Um, cause I'm actually quite a big fan of, which is usually why I can handle my burnout. Mm. I'm like a fine switching off is very important to me and it's a high priority and I always do it. Like at least a few times a week, I'm like, nothing is happening to me tonight. I'm watching Netflix. No, I know. But I feel like we're talking about like not caring about our screen time, but at the same time saying we're very good at switching off. I'm not. You are. Oh yeah. I'm good at switching off. But like you're saying you don't care about your screen time because you like switching off. But switching off might be, is like scrolling through TikTok is switching off to me. Oh, see, I feel less healthy when I'm on my phone. Yes. Even though I use it. I think that's, that's the difference is like, it's not necessarily like phone bad. Mm. Because it really depends on the person. I just feel like the days I use my phone less, I feel better. Really? Yeah. It just, to me, shows how busy I am. But I, like I say, I don't care, but I can act. Like, it's funny because I'm like, I'm never going to limit my phone use. and I, But I also actively know that's contradictory to the point that I know I'm mm-hmm. less well when I use my phone more. Well, I have put timers, time limits on some of my apps, including Instagram's the main one. Mm. Um, but I find that as soon as I put the timer on it, I just automatically, I'm like, well, I won't go on there because I don't want to like use up my, because what if I need it for yeah. something? Like I have this like saving, I got to save it, save my 45 minutes. Um, but I don't actually, it's just because it annoys me. Cause sometimes like if I don't want to do something, I'll just like, oh, I'm just going to scroll Instagram mm. and like get no- nothing out of it. Yeah. Like I really don't get anything, but TikTok is like a good, a happy place for me. Yes. I love TikTok. Yeah, I know you do. And it doesn't make me feel bad. Yeah. I mean, changing gears a bit. Do you feel like, how, how do you feel about activist burnout and like what we've done this year, as opposed to someone who has to actually live with like the sheer fact of being, you know, a first nations voice in the advocacy space. Like you don't get to switch off. You are, that is who you are and it becomes so attached to who you are as a person. Whereas I feel like with Cheek, it's like, well, we could just be like, see ya at any moment. Like we're choosing to do this. Whereas other people don't have that choice. Um, I actually think there's always a choice. Yeah. Okay. But I think the thing is people who, um, and I could be wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that the thing is like, if a, say if we're talking about a, a person like that, there it's because like the issue is so important and tied into their very being yeah that is where it is because it's like you can't you can switch off off from being like a first nation first nations activist you can't switch off from being a first nations person and experiencing marginalization in the community that's the thing it's like you can't detach or isolate yourself from the treatment that you've received, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, we, we're privileged white women. Yeah. I could easily be like, I never want to do cheek again tomorrow. I mean, we would never fucking do that. Like, 
that would be it for me. Yeah. Like I'd be out, right? <laughs> my life, my life happiness overall level would just like plummet. Gone. But I think there is something to be said for the difference between coming from a place of privilege and trying to gear that towards activism Mm -hmm. and it inherently being part of your life and never being able to step away from the the marginalization that you face yeah well i think um the thing for us which is like probably like (sighs) sounds toxic and maybe it is i don't i don't really care i don't have any comment on whether it's toxic or not but it's because for like people we are the same in the way that we're like well we can handle it yeah like we can push it much further than it should be pushed and the thing is like in an ideal world no we wouldn't be doing that but like in reality that is what we're doing and it takes longer to burn out and then we like it takes us it doesn't take us long to kind of get back into it which is whether it's very lucky and we probably shouldn't be like I would never recommend that to anybody else. No. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to you, obviously. No, but, but we just do it to ourselves. Yes. I yeah. mean, no, but that's the thing. Like I, I think we have this level of assumption between ourselves of like we're just going to do this. Yeah. And that's just it. And yeah. we're I, we've never been on a different page about any of that. Mm. I don't think. No. But the other thing with cheek is we both know that there are things that we can um, take our foot off the pedal on for a bit. Like mm. as long as we're like posting fairly consistent consistently and the podcast is going up, then it's like it's fine. Yeah. Like I haven't written an article for a really long time, but we have content going up and it's fine. Yeah. Like we do also know like what we can pull back on yeah. when we need to. Um, and I think that's also really, I mean, it's, that's like one of the big benefits of having your own business yeah. is like, we know when we know what absolutely has to be done and we know what we can not do. Also like the benefit of us is we kind of just know each other's schedules really well. So it's like, I know you're fucked this week. I'll do this. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like it's just very natural. Do you know, I actually think the worst thing about this period, mm. um, and I'm going to diagnose myself as not burnt out anymore. It might be a bit right. <laughs> dramatic. I think you can't <laughs> diagnose yourself as not burnt out after one run. Um. <laughs> okay. But also I had a, a really good run and then I slept well for the first time in a long time. That's really good. Yeah. So I do feel much better today. Anyway, it's all about the mindset also. I've booked I don't think it's actually, it's not, it's so not the I'm same. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't actually think like going for a run is going to fix anyone's no. life, but I think it's my, something about my mindset switched, which is great. And I like, um, have good mental health. I'm very lucky. So I'm not saying a run is going to fix your mental health problems because people who do that are canceled. Yes. Anyway, what's my point? Oh, the problem in this this kind of t- period of time yes. is that usually we take turns being burnt out. Oh, of course. And yeah. this time it's like an external factor, external factors, and it's like, oh, God. Do you think we <laughs> genuinely take turns or one of us realizes the other is more burnt out so the other one decides not to be burnt out? That one. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> there are plenty of times when you're like, I'm just like so fucked and I'm like, okay, well, I'm fine, obviously then. <laughs> That's, I feel like that too. And sometimes you're just like, I'm not. And I'm like, don't worry, I'm perfect. I'm perfect, perfect, perfect. perfect. <laughs> But yeah, like, I mean, especially a week ago when you're like, oh God, when you had your, your weekend. I had a weekend that was real bad. And I was like, I'm fine though. <laughs> I bounced back. And then like a few days I was like, okay, I've got to do these things because Hannah's like, can't do that. I can well, just imagine us in them. a body of water and I'm at the bottom of the body of water and you're like doggy paddling like, I'm fine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> But then like, I think, um, cause you actually did bounce back from that quite quickly 24 hours let me know yeah like, and when me. and when you were like when you seemed like you're actually fine again i was like i'm not fine 
that's the thing. I feel like, so we went out for lunch on Tuesday and I think you were prepared for me to be like a ball, yeah. like just like the worst version of myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so I'm perfect. <laughs> and you were like, whoa, fuck. Okay. You're like, I'm back. I'm back. Queen. And then I think, and then when I was fine, you were like, perfect. Time for my turn. <laughs> so in a way. I literally said that to you. Yeah. I was like, it's my turn now. I'm not, I'm not fine. Yeah. And then we just, but the thing is, I think there is some power in just both of us being totally off the planet this week. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we bounced back now. Yeah. Do you think? I think it's so toxic that I'm also talking about bouncing back. I know it is. That's but why I, I do keep it saying, all the time. Why are you saying that. But because I feel like I have. I I don't know like that if there's a solution to long term burnout, especially because we are so entrenched in this like girl boss culture. Like everything we say, oh, we've said this episode probably sounds a bit unhinged, but I think everyone can relate mm-hmm. who is in this space at all, whether it be just working, engaging in politics. Like this is a very common thread at the moment. But I think the thing is, is like I don't like having more than a bad day. Yeah. And often like I, I think one of the key signs is that this mood is fluctuating Mm -hmm. and it is coming back more frequently, but I often will bounce back, have a bad day, have a good week, have a good month, have a bad day. Like that's okay. And that's, that's just mental health. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's about actively taking the steps to do something. So starting running, I'm booked in to see a psychologist going out and doing more nice things, taking a break every once in a while, not letting myself have a whole weekend where I don't do anything and I want to fucking cry all the time. <laughs> Never do that. Crazy. <laughs> but the, the other thing is, I'm like, at the end of the day, I think, because I don't think that activism or advocacy or whatever you want to call it is for everybody. Like people just, like some people are just um, not cut out for, for it. Yeah. Like it's not for them. Fair enough. And I think that it just is for me. And like the other, the thing is like, yes, I could probably just switch off from a lot of causes and like stop, um, caring or like stop doing things. But I would feel so much worse if I did that. Mm. Like I know that I'm burnt out, um, a lot and that's not ideal, but to me, I'm like, well, this is a choice that I have made knowing like every, and knowing who, like what kind of personality I am and the resources I have access to and like the privilege and my like good mental health, including that privilege. And like, I've actually made a decision to like do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And like that, that is like, I have the power to make my own decision about my own life. Um, and which is, and I know a lot of, a lot of people have said to us, like, are you okay? Like uh, on Instagram. And like, I do really appreciate that. Um, and I have been getting that a lot in my life and I do really appreciate it in the times when I'm like probably pushing it a bit too far, mm. but then, and that's, this is not a comment on anyone who's asked if I'm okay. Cause I do appreciate that. But like in the long run, at the end of the day, I have decided to do all of these things. And like, I will take responsibility of the consequences yep. for those actions. And like, that is fine. Absolutely. And I, again, I don't want to sound like, I, don't ever ask me if I'm okay. Um, because sometimes it is obvious that like things are tough, but overall I don't, and this is not about anybody specifically, the, there is like, I have had people say like, well, this is not sustainable what you're doing or like, or even tell me, um, to look after my mental health when I'm totally fine. Mm. And I'm like, well, it is sustainable for me because I'm doing it and I, I will make the call when it is not sustainable anymore. And I will make the call when I, I know when I need a break, I know that this is doable for me. It's like up to me. Yeah. And like, it's actually not anybody else's business, no, I what I choose that. to do. And that's the thing is like, I think the thing that can suck with those sort of comments is like, 
you actually don't know how productive or not productive we are. You don't actually know the ins and outs of how much time this takes. And I know we go on about the hours during the election, but that was obscene what we were doing. And it was I, temporary yeah. though. But it's like we have a plan. We do um, cheek in a very specific way and we do the right amount of content to balance our weeks. Like it's it's flowing naturally. It's not locked in. We don't have a long-term plan, but we're going with the flow and I think we enjoy what we do. Like I get so much more out of cheek than it takes away. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. So... We are fine, don't worry. Fuck, this whole thing was a roller coaster. <laughs> people are going to be like calling people. Wellness check. No, I, we're, we are actually fine. Blink twice if you're not. We can't see you. <laughs> if you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs>